lovely Tuesday and we thank God so much for, for all that he's done for us. Um, I want to apologize to all those who could not access the audio last week. Um, we'll try our best to get it in a format that's accessible across all devices. Um, today I want to speak to you on a subject mercy um, as some of us have seen. Um, mercy it's it's an attribute a quality of God that that is communicable so um, God has communicable and non-communicable attributes so the attributes of God that man is supposed to possess and exhibit or manifest are what we call the the communicable attributes of God so we have love we have mercy we have holiness you can talk about them so those are the things that God is God is merciful God is holy God is love but he co- he expects us to also exhibit that then when i say us he expects humans he expects believers to exhibit that quality but they are non-communicable ones like his omnipresence his omnipotency the omniscience of god the sovereignty of god all these ones are non-communicable ones we cannot share in it with him so i i thought it wise to to bring this topic to bear because most of the times we hear about grace and other topics holiness but i think mercy is one if i should say of the underpreached topics and today the lord lays on my heart to to share with you something about mercy and so mercy itself it's in the old testament um has two translation so in the old testament mercy stands for loving kindness and being gracious so in the old testament most of the mercy that is used in the old testament either is standing for loving kindness or being gracious so take note that love and kindness have been combined together to describe mercy that should tell you what and how important it is and what kind of virtue it is that love is a big one kindness is also another big one coming together to describe what mercy is and then being gracious okay now when you come to the new testament the new testament has about um five translations of mercy so when you see mercy it could stand for any of this in the new testament the first one is kindness so when we talk about mercy it means showing kindness kindness now the second one is beneficence now beneficence simply means doing good to be beneficent means that you are you are a good doer you you always do good that is beneficence so kindness beneficence and the third one is pity having pity empathy sympathy so that is also another translation in the new testament for mercy and then another one is compassion compassion being compassionate okay so the passion compassion is also one translation of mercy in the new testament and then the last one is forgiven okay so forgiveness forgiving is also mercy so 
if we talk about mercy in the new testament we talk about kindness we talk about beneficence we talk about pity we talk about compassion we talk about forgiving and then in the old testament we talk about loving kindness and being gracious great so these are the translations of mercy in the in the old and then the new testament so when we look at mercy okay it is important for us to know that mercy is a great virtue i've already said that mercy is a great virtue that every believer must possess and exhibit no matter who you are you must possess and exhibit mercy okay so i want us today to base most of our teaching on mercy on the mercy seat okay so um if you you don't know the mercy seat the mercy seat is actually the covering of the ark of the covenant so what the lid that was used to cover the ark of the covenant you know the ark of the covenant is more or less like a rectangular box with um space in it or a hole and then the mercy seat is the lid that covers the ark of the covenant and it is made of gold so i want you to note that first of all it is the covering the lid and then two it's made of gold that that means that it's made of something precious quality material it's not made of wood it's made of gold a quality material good now the ark of covenant also has two cherubims okay then one at the far end and the other at the other end so these cherubims are are standing at the far end of the ark and these cherubims have their arms or hands stretched touching each other and god instructed moses that he let the cherubims look down at the mercy seat instead of looking at themselves or anything they were looking down at the mercy seat i'm making all of this um for you to take notes because we'll be coming to them one by one so take note of the covering take note of the quality take note of the cherubims okay good now in the old testament god instructed that the high priest once a year annually will get into the holy of holies and what he does is that he sprinkles the blood of the animals on the mercy seat to atone for the sins of the people that's the people of israel so every year he has to do this he gets in there sprinkles the blood on the mercy seat to atone for the sins of the people now jesus christ came in as a high priest and what jesus did was that jesus christ sprinkled his own blood on the mercy seat to atone not annually but forever for the sins of god's people praise the lord so that is what jesus christ did so instead of annually he actually did it perpetually he did it forever eternally and that is why at his death the veil that that separated the holy place from the holy of holiest stone because there was no need for an annual atonement there was no need for an annual cleansing an annual sacrifice but jesus did it once and for all praise god and this is this is the the salvation this is the good news that 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 someone laid down his life for you forever for your sins forever to pay for your sins to atone for your sins on the mercy seat praise god so the mercy seat is a very important part 
of the of the ark of the covenant now the mercy seat being a covering is very 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 important and i want us to note that why is it a covering because in the ark of the covenant amongst other things the ark of the covenant held the two tablets that had the commandments of god now the ark of the covenants that held the commandments of god stood for how rebellious and disobedient the people of israel were because the ark of the covenant when moses brought it at first and, and broke it they were already serving other gods and it, it the people were not able to keep up to it so it stood for the sins it, it stood for the waywardness of the people and amongst other things the staff of aaron which um aaron the, some people of the people wanted to to rebel against him as a priest of god and god showed himself strong so it the things in the ark mostly talked about how rebellious these people were how 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 bad and wicked how ungrateful they were and so it was necessary that god covered up their sins with the with the mercy seat so that he does not base on the things in the ark to deal with them but according to his own mercy so the covering there means that god overlooked god overlooked so another word for mercy is to overlook so god overlooked the sins of the people he overlooked the, the atrocities he overlooked the trespasses of the people that is mercy so now in our christian setting it is very 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 important for you to be able to overlook some people cannot just overlook some people cannot just overlook they 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 can't pretend to 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 not see the truth is that god sees everything and know everything but god is able to overlook the sins the great sins of his people because of the mercy seat <laughs> but christians are supposed to exhibit this quality of mercy because it is a good quality it is a quality that is made up of gold it is a great quality but look at us christians we are not able to overlook the new testament talk about forgiving it talks about compassion it talks about having pity most of us don't have pity for anybody most of us don't care about anybody most of us don't care about how another person will feel when we do something to them most of us don't really don't really have any compassion for anything now christians are self-centered and christians can't even forgive their fellow christians their wives who are staying with their husbands who are harboring sins who are harboring grief guilt in their hearts for years because of what they demanded there are some men who are not able to forgive their children because they think they've disgraced them because they think they've done something bad people need to be merciful in our days people need to be merciful in our days when you read luke chapter 6 verse 36 the bible says that blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy now look in in the in the beatitudes 
in the Beatitudes, the Bible talks about the blessed, 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 blessed. And these are nine good blessings from blessed are, are the, the poor in spirit, blessed are those who hunger and thirst, blessed are those who are persecuted, all these blessed. Take your time and look through them from the start to the end, nine of them. You will note that mercy is at the middle of the nine. It means that mercy is the fifth one. That tells you that from the first four and the last four, the ones which are related to God, the ones which are related to persecutions and all of those things, all of them, if not the most important, one of the most important and the core of them is to be merciful. The middle, the core, one that holds all of them together, that binds all of them together, is to be merciful. Without mercy, you don't obtain mercy from God. Without mercy, you can never live a Christian life. I'm telling you. Without mercy, you can never please God. Because you can't be a Christian and not be able to overlook someone's wrong. You can't be a Christian and not be able to overlook a mistake of someone. You can't be a Christian and not be able to overlook the disabilities of other people. I believe that I'm speaking to somebody today. But some of us, we are bitter because we are not merciful. Some of us, we are harboring things. We are so much offended about everything. Everything offends us. Every single thing offends us because we are not merciful. We don't know why that guy is saying that thing to me. Why is he talking to me that way? I mean, can you overlook? Can you forgive? Can you do good? Can you show kindness? You know, that brother is in need. But because you are not merciful, you don't even care. That sister who is is, is going to hell, you know. You don't care. You don't mind. Mercy is at the core of Christianity. You need to get this. Hmm. I wish I could overstress this. I mean, now let me let me just move to this quickly. When you when you look at the mercy seat of God, whenever God wants to appear in glory, he appears at where the mercy seat is. He appears on the mercy seat. That should tell you that the glory of God that you want to see in your life, the glory of God that you want to be manifested in your life should be a should appear on the mercy seat it it will not appear anywhere it will appear on the mercy seat but look at you you are not merciful so how would the glory of god shine in your life he speak to people anyhow but yet if someone talks to you in a way you feel offended and you can't forgive someone steps on your toe and you cannot forgive the person you are not merciful because of that god cannot even use you how can god use someone who does not feel for someone who is sick how can god make you a healer when you don't even have pity for sick people how can god make you rich when you don't have compassion for the poor how how can god glorify himself in your life if you don't have pity if you don't have forgiving spirit there are some of us we are offended by everything the least thing somebody does we are offended who are you what do you want at all in life? Who are you? I mean, can't someone offend you? The Bible says that forgive us this day our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. The Bible is not a storybook. When God says that blessed are those who are merciful for they shall obtain mercy. And he says that forgive us as we forgive. 
God, God is not a man. He does not joke around with things. If you don't forgive others, don't expect God to forgive you. These things, they are biblical, they are truth, they are elementary. And I don't know, but I'm sounding so emotional because I think people take things too far. I think people, people take things too far. People are not being messy. You want to see God manifest himself in your life. But look at you, you don't even have any compassion. You don't have any pity. You want to be a preacher and preach to people, but you treat people anyhow. You want to affect a, a category of people, but look at how you look at them. You don't have any compassion for them. You don't have any pity for them. You cannot forgive. You are not even kind. You can't give anything out. You don't care about anybody. You want everything to come to yourself. Oh, what a generation. May God have mercy. May God have mercy. Look at the Samaritan. The Pharisee, the priest, all of these people, religious people, passed by. Why? They don't have mercy. The Samaritan saw the guy who was dying and said, Oh, this guy is dying. He had pity. Compassion moved him. Pity. He had pity for him. He does not know him anywhere. He's not even a Samaritan. He's a Jew. What is happening in our generation? What is happening in our generation? Look at yourself. Look at yourself. If you are not merciful, you're a man of God. But but people say things about you and you get so bitter and offended. And sometimes you even want to take them off their position. Sometimes you even want to fight against them. Look, because you have that position in your workplace, the moment someone says anything wrong about you, you want to lay the person off. Oh. Now, the cherubims, as I said, are touching hands and looking at the mercy seat. Now, there can never be unity if there is no mercy. So, the reason why they are able to coexist at their hands and stay forever and ever is because they are looking at the mercy seat. So, the Bible says, as long as it depends on you, live peacefully with everybody, as long as it depends on you. Why? Because as long as you look at the mercy seat, you'll be able to live peacefully with everybody as long as you look at the mercy of God. And I already said that looking is unlooking, to unlook, to overlook. So as long as you overlook things, you'll be able to live with with everybody peacefully. No, no, we are not trying to say be negligent. And we are not trying to say, I mean, don't protect yourself. But we are trying to say sometimes the ego is too much. We are trying to say sometimes it's so not on it's so not necessary it's unnecessary sometimes the offense that you you felt so hard the grudge that you are holding on to it's not necessary it's not necessary it's, it's so not necessary can you let it go can you let it go now you get into marriages you get into denominations and there's no unity this denomination is fighting this denomination why because they are not merciful they don't care about what it could cause the other party they don't care no pity no compassion because that pastor spoke and it looked like it works against me so me and my church we are against him unforgiveness mercy mercy how can you survive in the family the mother is not talking to the father. The brother is not talking to the sister. How? Unity cannot exist without mercy. As I conclude today, I want you to know, I want you to understand that mercy, 
mercy is expected of you as a believer so you know since whiners understood this he said that mercy said no in the song mercy said no god said no L- listen you don't deserve it uh, you see mercy holds back what you deserve and grace gives you what you don't deserve so for instance maybe pay your qualification You're, you don't deserve to be a boss but grace says that no be the boss that is grace so you've gotten what you don't deserve but on the other hand mercy it holds back what you deserve so maybe you are in the the position as the boss but you messed up and so you are supposed to be demoted but mercy will say that no irrespective of the fact that you messed up you still maintain your position as a boss that is mercy so irrespective of the fact that christ died for us and shed his blood for us most of us go wayward we go astray every single day we do things against the word of god but look at us the mercy of god says no it is the mercy that is covering our sins the mercy of god says no i won't i won't do that to you you know the the woman mary magdalene jesus says that jesus showed her mercy when she was supposed to die her her her, her killers her murderers were ready with stones to to put her to death jesus said no you can't die because i am merciful that is what god does to us some of us the kind of things we've done we were supposed to be dead some of us the kind of things we, we've done god was supposed to have taken his protection away from us we we, we, we should have been somewhere else the, the the devil could have should have should have should have torn us apart so jesus said that peter the devil seeks to he, he seeks to devour you sift you like 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 wheat but i have prayed for you i've showed you mercy that's what jesus said some of us we don't deserve it at all some of us we don't deserve it at all you know the kind of things that you do you know the kind of things that you do my sister my brother you know my father my mother you know you know the kind of things that you do but god overlooks them because of the mercy seat because of mercy and that little thing that somebody does to you have you heard the story in the bible where the bible says that a, a, a servant was owing a master and and the master forgave the servant he says that take it away everything that you owe me take it i won't take it back take it and then the bible says that this same guy who had been forgiven his debt when he when he came out he met someone who was owing him in in our normal days let's use the us dollars maybe the servant was owing the master a million dollars that's huge a million dollars one million us dollars and the master said you don't have my money so i wanted to arrest you and and your family but because you begged i forgiving you mercy he showed me mercy pity and forgave his debt then the guy went out and saw someone who was owing him ten dollars ten dollars compared to one million dollars the bible says he held him by the neck strangled him about killing him and threw him into the jail mercy this is what most of us do the kind of things that we have done that some people are forgiving us some of us not only god some of us we've done some things that some people are forgiving us but yet the little thing that somebody did to us oh Let's be merciful. Though. Let's learn to overlook things. Let's let's learn to overlook things. Let's learn to have pity. 
You want God to use you, but you don't even have pity for people. How? You don't have compassion for people. You want God to use you. Hey, you want God to use you to win souls, but when you see someone messing up his life, you are angry and you think the person is not serious. But meanwhile, you want God to use you to win souls. You see the sick and you think that uh, they as if they, they chose to be sick. You don't have pity, but you want God to use you to heal people. Ah. Listen, we want to pray for mercy today. I want you to open your mouth wherever you find yourself. And tell God, tell God that God, let me be merciful. When you say, God, let me be merciful, it means that God, let me be loving. Let me be kind. Let me be compassionate. Let me be forgiving. Let me have pity. These are the things that you are speaking into your life. Speak, speak to God. Speak to God yourself. Speak to God yourself. Some of us, the way we are bitter because of something someone said to us, because of something someone did to us. Hey. But you, all the things you've done to God and other people that they've forgiven you. See the way God forgives you. He forgives you every day. Every day. Some of us, every minute. Yet, look at you. May God have mercy on us. I pray in the name of Jesus that as you listen to this over and over again, may God bestow in us mercy. May He let mercy grow up in us so that we show mercy. We need to show mercy in our generation. God bless you. Have a fruitful and wonderful week. God willing, next week we come your way again.